This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 54 degrees at 604. The forecast for today. Partly sunny and a high near 80. City of Binghamton police are investigating an incident in which gunshots were fired near an apartment complex on the north side early this morning. Few details are available, but police say they were called to Robert and Pern Streets at around quarter after one for a report of shots fired. The incident location is near the town and country apartments. The, around two hours later, police on the scene reported recovering four shell casings at the intersection. City police officials say they had no word of any injuries as of 4 a.m., and officers were still on the scene at that time. There were no suspects in custody and no descriptions available. New York's top Democrat in the Assembly says his chamber will suspend its impeachment investigation into Governor Andrew Cuomo once he steps down next week. Cuomo announced his upcoming resignation on Tuesday, days after he faced increasing pressure to resign or face ouster by the Democrat-controlled legislature. The state attorney general a week earlier released an independent investigation that found Cuomo sexually harassed at least 11 women. Cuomo is scheduled to step down August 24th. Speaker Carl Hastie said on Friday the Assembly Judiciary Committee had heard from its lawyers that it cannot impeach and remove an elected official no longer in office. The decision is especially not sitting well with Republicans, many of whom say they want the three-term governor impeached so he could not seek political office in New York in the future. WMBF First News Time 606. New York's Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul is considering two New York City Democrats for the lieutenant spot when she assumes the governor's role later this month. That's according to a person familiar with the matter speaking anonymously to Associated Press. State Senators Jamal Bailey and Brian Benjamin are emerging as top candidates among several being vetted by Hochul and her team. In an interview on CBS's Face the Nation yesterday, Hochul said she has narrowed her search to focus on candidates from New York City. Hochul is also considering naming Catherine Garcia, who ran for New York City mayor as a, is, and as a former city sanitation commissioner as the director of state operations. New York State Police are looking for a suspect who apparently tried to light a gate on fire in a Delaware County town earlier this month. Authorities say a man who spoke Spanish is caught on surveillance film is apparently trying to set fire to a gate on Main Street in Fleischman's on August 4th between 10 and 11 p.m. The gate was not damaged. The man appears to be in his mid-20s and was wearing gray shorts, black sneakers, and a camouflage hooded sweatshirt. The suspect was last seen running east on Main Street. Anyone with information is asked to contact New York State Police at 607-561-7400. WMBF First News Time. It's 6.07. Authorities continue to investigate a bus crash that has left 57 people injured as first responders describe a chaotic scene as they rush to pull people from the wreck. The tour bus bound for Niagara Falls from Poughkeepsie ran off the New York State Thruway west of Syracuse and rolled over, sending more than 50 people to hospitals on Saturday. Area first responders rushed to the scene and reported many of the injured appear to be families.
families with small children. They were aided by Good Samaritans who stopped to help. New York State Police say the driver of the JTR Transportation Tour Bus based out of Poughkeepsie has been identified as 66-year-old Furman Vasquez of Wingdale, New York. He was one of approximately 26 people transported to Upstate Hospital in Syracuse for treatment of various injuries, according to the troopers. State Police report about 26 other passengers of the bus were transported to Auburn Community Hospital and several others taken to Krause Memorial Hospital. The investigation is still ongoing and state police are asking anyone who may have been on the throughway during the time of the crash and have witnessed the incident to contact investigator Brad Holcomb and Waterloo at 315-539-3530 with any information. Fair season continues after a year off due to the pandemic, and the latest open in the southern tier is a little bit to the east of Binghamton. Delaware County Sheriff Craig Dumont says his department is ready for the opening of the 134th Delaware County Fair today, running through August 21st. Dumont says deputies will be actively patrolling around the fairgrounds and parking lot all week. He also says a number of tips will help make the experience the best possible. Fairgoers should be aware of weather conditions for Walton before they head out and be prepared. The sheriff reminds guests pets are not allowed in the fairgrounds and should never be left in vehicles. Be aware all bags and coolers are subject to search. Make sure vehicles are locked and valuable personal property is out of sight. With COVID still an issue, officials say if you feel sick, stay home. The Sheriff's Office Community Relations Exhibit is now located in the commercial tent. And as a new service, the Sheriff's Office will be offering a child ID table for parents to obtain a free hard plastic child ID card. The Sheriff says none of the information provided is retained, so the ID card and printout should be kept in a safe, secure location in case it is ever needed. It's 610, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF.com. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290, WNBF. 610, it's early bird traffic with Bob Joseph, and no trouble to report at the moment. Seems as though you should be able to go wherever you want to go early this Monday morning with no delays. We'll let you know if anything pops up along the way to interfere with your safe and prompt travel. Forecast from the National Weather Service, partly sunny today, high 80. Tonight, mostly cloudy, showers likely, low 65. Tomorrow, cloudy, showers, maybe a thunderstorm, high 77. Wednesday, mostly cloudy with showers and possibly a thunderstorm, high 78. Right now, in downtown Binghamton, it's... Oh, we'll see. 61. At News Radio 1290, WNBF, WNBF.com. We start a brand new work week. First News Binghamton. Last week was interesting. This week will be even more interesting. And, uh, of course, we'll bring you the latest developments from around the Twin Tiers and around your world here on First News Binghamton every weekday morning. And we can talk about some of the developments around here and around the country and all around the globe on our talk program, Binghamton Now. Remember, Binghamton Now, 8 to 10, Monday through Friday morning, right here on News Radio 1290, WNBF, WNBF.com. Coming right up, 
We'll check sports. We'll also hear from Jim Ryan with ABC's Wall Street Now. And that's all for you as we start off your work week. Oh, at 620, Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Have you already had your annual checkup? I'll tell you why that's important. That's coming up at 620. A lot to talk about on this Monday morning, August 16th, 2021. I'm Bob Joseph. This is First News Binghamton, WNBF News Time, 6. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF. Jake Mangum's sacrifice fly in the bottom of the 10th inning drove home the game-winning run as the Rumble Ponies knocked off the Yard Goats 4-3 to to win their third straight series. Ponies finished their season-long 13-game homestand 9-4. and They've won 13 of their last 19 games. So it seems all of a sudden Ponies are hot. Enjoyed Thursday night's game with that 10-1 to win. It's also nice that we saw Roger Neal there. The uh, Rumble Ponies now hit the road. They will start their six-game series tomorrow night in Portland against the Sea Dogs. In Chicago, Yankees beat the White Sox 5-3. Luke Voigt hit a two-run homer in the ninth. So that was, as they say... Very exciting, especially for John Sterling. And the bit swung on and hit in the air to deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. It's a two-run home run. Oh, that Voight is a droit. He blasts a two-run home run to left field to give the Yankees a four-run lead. Thank you. <laughs> John Sterling on the fan. And uh, he always seems to have a good time, I've noticed. Other uh, action. Uh, Last night, the uh, nationally televised game, Mets lost to the Dodgers 14-4. It was on too late for me to watch, as it turns out. Elsewhere in sports, Joe Walton, the former Jets coach who built Robert Moses University's football program from the ground up, has died. He was 85. Robert Morris announced in an obituary posted on its website that Walton died Sunday. Walton coached the Jets for seven years and went 53-57-1 while leading New York to the playoffs twice. A former NFL tight end for Washington and the Giants, Walton caught 178 passes for more than 2,600 yards and 28 touchdowns in seven seasons. Roger Federer is going to miss the U.S. Open and be sidelined for months because he needs a third operation on his right knee. Federer announced the news via a video message on Instagram. He said he'll be out of the game for many months and has a glimmer of hope of returning to competition. He turned 40 last week. He hasn't played a match since losing in the Wimbledon quarterfinals last month. The Swiss star then set out the Olympics, saying he had hurt his knee during the grass court season. Federer, Rafael Nadal, and Novak Djokovic are all tied for the men's record with 20 Grand Slam singles titles. That's the latest in sports from News Radio 1290.
where news breaks first. WNBF News Time 618 Money News. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Investors finished out last week with new highs for the Dow and the S&P 500, but losses for the banking and energy sectors reflect traders' worry about future economic growth as the Delta variant continues to spread. Stocks stumbled overnight across Asia with traders worried about surging COVID cases and the collapse of Afghanistan's government. Markets were down in Japan, Australia, Hong Kong, and China. Bitcoin briefly topped $48,000 over the weekend before settling back down to 47442 this morning. Saturday's peak was the cryptocurrency's top-selling price since May 17th, according to Coindesk data. Hold off on buying that new iPhone, at least for now. Analysts tell the Wall Street Journal the next model to be introduced next month will include incremental changes, including camera improvements. Apple is expected to call the device the iPhone 13. That is, unless superstition within the company wins out. Jim Ryan, ABC News. And taking a look at futures, Dow futures down 137, NASDAQ futures down 46. WNBF News Time, 6. on your Monday morning. Time for the doctors. Sponsored by UHS. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Have you already had your annual checkup this year? I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. We're coming up on the last quarter of the 2021 year. It's hard to believe. So if you haven't been to the doctor for your annual physical, it is time to get that on the books. There are three reasons why this appointment is so important. First, as you know, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. That is to say that you want to detect small problems and deal with them before they become big ones. Second, this is a chance to talk to your doctor about any concerns that you have that didn't necessarily rise to the level of their own appointment over the last year, but something that's been nagging at you. Finally, maintaining a consistent patient-provider relationship is invaluable, especially in those moments you really do need someone to know and understand your full medical history. This is an opportunity for that. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit beefy or even with type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Affordable term life insurance is out there. Call term provider and speak with Big Lou at 800-481-1458. 800-481-1458 or visit BigLou.com. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. Ah, there's no place like Panera, where a bite of the toasty, saucy chipotle chicken avocado melt tastes like oh, focaccia. A cool and refreshing strawberry poppy seed salad al fresco is so sweet. And a cheesy chipotle chicken and bacon flatbread pizza in your favorite booth feels just right. So treat yourself, because there's no place like Panera. Order on the app today. Restrictions apply. Visit PaneraBread.com. And a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Weekday mornings right here on First News Binghamton, sponsored by UHS. WNBF News Time 623. Next, traffic and weather. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And a quiet start to your Monday morning commute. All the roads seem to be open and no delays are reported. 
at this early hour. Forecast from the National Weather Service, partly sunny today, high 80. Enjoy today because it's all downhill from here for the rest of the week. Mostly cloudy tonight, showers, low 65. Tomorrow, showers, possibly a thunderstorm, a high 77. And mostly cloudy Wednesday with showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm, high 78. Right now, it's 55 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time 626. Coming up. A look at Monday morning entertainment news on First News. Entertainment News. My name is Guy. It's an even bigger opening than anticipated for Free Guy. The comedy starring Ryan Reynolds and Kelly Eve Jody Comer pulled in $28.4 million domestically in a theater-only debut weekend. That's not only good enough for first place, it's nearly $10 million more than the highest pre-release estimate. We're all gonna die. Last week's number one, The Suicide Squad, takes a big header to fifth place. The debuts of Don't Breathe 2 and the Aretha Franklin biopic Respect took second at fourth, respectively. I Tony Bennett is retiring from the road. The 95-year-old singing legend canceled his remaining tour dates this year for health reasons and won't schedule any new ones. He revealed earlier this year that he's battling Alzheimer's disease. Listen to my words. Hulu's vampire comedy What We Do in the Shadows has scored a fourth season renewal. Season three drops next month. And Madonna is 63 Monday. I'm Christopher Watson, ABC News. Well, I didn't make it to any movies this weekend. I don't think I'm going to make it to any movies this year. The way things are going. 628, Monday morning, WNBF. Kathy White will have all the day's news coming up in 90. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 54 degrees at 630. Forecast for today, partly sunny, a high in the mid to upper 70s. U.S. officials say the evacuation of the American embassy in Kabul has been completed and the U.S. flag over the facility in Afghanistan's capital has been lowered. President Joe Biden and other top U.S. officials have been stunned by the Taliban's nearly complete takeover of Afghanistan as a planned withdrawal of American forces urgently came, became a mission to ensure a safe evacuation from the country. The speed of the Afghan government's collapse and the ensuing chaos pose the most serious test of Biden as commander-in-chief as he becomes the subject of withering criticism from Republicans who say he has failed. Thousands are packing into the Afghan capital airport, rushing the tarmac and pushing onto planes in desperate attempts to flee the country after the Taliban overthrow. The Taliban swept into Kabul yesterday after President Ashraf Ghani fled the country. Countries from around the world are weighing in as the Taliban closed in. 
The United Nations chief urging the Taliban to exercise utmost restraint in Afghanistan. A U.N. statement reading Secretary General Antonio Guterres is, quote, particularly concerned about the future of women and girls whose hard-won rights must be protected, end quote. French Foreign Minister Jean-Yves Le Drian calling the situation dramatic, while Austria's Foreign Minister Alexander Schallenberg is saying the instability will, quote, spill over to Europe, end quote. France, Spain, and Germany have all begun evacuating evacuating their embassy staff from Kabul. In Esdelequitera, ABC News, at the Foreign Desk. WMBF First News Time 632. Binghamton police have no suspects but some shell casings as they investigating a shooting incident in on the north side. Uh, officers were called to the area of the town and country apartments at Roberts and Pern Streets shortly after 1.15 this morning. Few details were available, including information about possible suspects, but police say they had no word of any injuries. Anyone with information is asked to contact Binghamton Police Detectives at 607-772-7080. There's another incident of a man reportedly threatening authorities with a gun and locking himself inside his home, but this time the incident has ended peacefully. New York State Police say a Tioga County man is facing a number of felony counts after being accused of threatening a trooper with a shotgun. 35-year-old Dustin White of Candor allegedly pointed the gun at authorities after the trooper saw a man with a shotgun over his shoulder walking down the road at Straits Corners in Candor just before 8 p.m. on Thursday. Authorities say White pointed the gun at the officer when he was approached, then ran into his home and barricaded himself inside. He was arrested at 6 a.m. Friday by members of the New York State Police Special Operations Response Team. White is charged with felony menacing a police officer and criminal possession of a weapon, as well as misdemeanor resisting arrest. The investigation is continuing. Now, this comes just a few weeks after an earlier incident in Delaware County this month. A Delaware County man was shot dead by troopers following a 10-hour standoff in Franklin. In that incident, that spanned from August 5th through the 6th, 59-year-old Roger Lynch of Franklin allegedly wounded another man during a domestic incident before being confronted by state police on Route 28, shooting at officers and barricading himself in his home overnight. He was fatally shot after emergency, emerging from his home on the morning of August 6th and pointing a shotgun at the authorities. WMBF First News Time. It's 6.34. A woman who has accused New York Governor Andrew Cuomo of inappropriate behavior is adding her voice to those criticizing state lawmakers for not pushing forward with impeachment proceedings. In a tweet yesterday, Charlotte Bennett says that Assembly Speaker Carl Hastie's decision to end the probe sends a message that sexual harassment is acceptable. Bennett was a health policy advisor in Cuomo's administration until last November. In February, Bennett said Cuomo asked her inappropriate questions about her sex life, including whether she had sex with older men. Cuomo has said he never made advances toward her and never intended to be inappropriate. Cuomo announced he would resign last Tuesday, effective on August 24th. Friday, the House Speaker said the Assembly would not pursue impeachment, citing the state constitution prohibiting impeachment action against a former elected official. It's 635, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF.
636 at WNBF, WNBF.com. I'm Bob Joseph, and welcome to a new work week. Hope you enjoyed the weekend. was, um, I would say, splendid. Certainly a major improvement from that hot, humid, uncomfortable weather of the past work week. Now... We're in for another transition. I'd say today is a transitional day. If you enjoy dry weather and uh, less humid weather, really enjoy today because the rest of the week looks um, problematic. That's what we'll call it. No big problems today. But according to the National Weather Service, several rounds of showers and thunderstorms tomorrow through Thursday have the potential to produce heavy rainfall. And areas that wind up with multiple rounds of heavy rain may experience urban and small stream flooding. So, hope you enjoyed the last two days. And again, today would be a day to uh, really appreciate because the rest of the week, eh, doesn't look good to me. Of course, the forecast is always subject to change. So, who knows? Maybe. Maybe the weather fortunes will shift and we'll wind up with better weather than they're currently forecasting. Right now it's 55 in downtown Binghamton. Coming up, we'll take a look at traffic and weather together. Get you all squared away for your Monday morning commute on News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time 6. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And there are no major problems to report on area roadways. And that's the good news as we start this Monday morning. Room County Highway Department says there will be paving today on Lewis and Smith Hill Roads, so plan to be careful in those uh, areas. Watch out for other work zones around the region. That's what you need to do. Take it easy. The weather forecast from the National Weather Service. Partly sunny today. High 80. Mostly cloudy tonight. Showers likely overnight. Low 65. Mostly cloudy tomorrow. Showers. Possibly a thunderstorm. High 77. And for Wednesday, mostly cloudy. Showers and thunderstorms. High 78. Right now it's 55 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time 642. I'm Bob Joseph in Studio One. Kathy White is in the WNBF News Center with all the latest information from around the Twin Tiers and around the world. And today on our talk program, Binghamton Now, we'll talk about local issues, but we'll also talk about the stunning developments in Afghanistan. Panic is spreading as thousands try to escape. The uh, lead in this morning's New York Times, Taliban fighters poured into the Afghan capital on Sunday, amid scenes of panic and chaos, bringing a swift and shocking close to the Afghan government and the 20-year American era in the country. Afghanistan's president fled the country. A council of Afghan officials, including former President Hamid Karzai, said they would open negotiations with the Taliban over the shape of the insurgency's takeover. So stay tuned for the developments on that. We can talk about that on our program today. So plenty to talk about with the uh, end 
of the Afghanistan war after nearly two decades and uncertainty. What's to come in the hours and days ahead? Talk about that today on Binghamton Now between 8 and 10. Coming up next, Sports WNBF News Time 6. Now, Bob Joseph with Sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And speaking of sports, turned out to be a very good series for the Rumble Ponies as they wrapped up. There are six games against the Hartford Yard Goats. Jake Mangum's sacrifice fly in the bottom of the 10th. Sunday afternoon drove home the game-winning run as Binghamton knocked off Hartford to win their third straight series. The Ponies finished their season-long 13-game homestand, 9-4. and four. They've won 13 of their last 19 games. So there were a lot of nice victories for Binghamton baseball fans over the last couple of weeks. Now they hit the road. Yes, Jake and the rest of his teammates will hit the road. Uh, They're off today. They'll be in action tomorrow night as they start a six-game series against the Sea Dogs in Portland. What about the Mets? Mm, Well, unfortunately, didn't go well last night in the uh, national game. The uh, Dodgers defeated the Mets last night 14-4. So, as uh, somebody used to say, that's the way it is for the Mets. What about the uh, Yankees? Well, things were better for the Yankees. Yesterday, they uh, had a win over the White Sox. The final was 5-3, to three. so it was a story from Chicago. Tonight, the Yankees will host the Angels at 7.05. Jarrett Cole has recovered from COVID and will start tonight against Los Angeles. Cole was 10-6. and six before the four-time All-Star was placed on the COVID-injured list after testing positive on August 3rd. New York still has four players on the COVID-19 list. First baseman Anthony Rizzo, catcher Gary Sanchez, starter Jordan Montgomery, and reliever Clay Holmes. Kevin Kistner birdied the second extra hole to win a record-tying six-man playoff at the Wyndham Championship in Greensboro, North Carolina. Kistner has been, or rather had been, 0-5 in his career in playoffs. He was tied at 15-under through 72 holes with Kevin Na, Siwoo Kim, Brandon Grace, Roger Sloan, and Adam Scott, who missed a birdie putt on the first playoff hole. That's the latest in sports from News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time 648 Business News. Asian shares are slipping amid worries about surging coronavirus infections in the region, as well as concerns about the long-term impact from the Afghan government's collapse. Benchmarks in Japan, Australia, and China slipped while trading was closed in South Korea for a holiday. Analysts say the slow vaccination rollouts in Asia are pushing down investor sentiments. Cases of COVID are continuing to grow in Thailand, Vietnam, the Philippines, and Japan. A Chinese official says economic growth will soften this year due to summer flooding and anti-coronavirus controls. 
Comments came after consumer sales and other activity weakened in July. Spokesman for the Chinese Statistics Agency said this year's growth trend would be low after high following a relatively strong first half. The average U.S. price of regular grade gasoline jumped three uh, three cents over the past three weeks. Average now up to three twenty-five a gallon, a bit higher than the average prices we're seeing right around the Binghamton area at the moment. Industry analyst Trilby Lundberg of the Lundberg Survey says gas prices could stop climbing now that crude oil costs have started to fall. Although there still are concerns because of some of the uh, Storm activity down in the Gulf. So you never know. It doesn't take much to cause prices to start uh, moving up. The uh, futures, looking ahead for trade on Wall Street today, the Dow futures were down 137, NASDAQ futures down 46. And of course, uh, stocks will begin trade on Wall Street at 9.30 this morning. A little less than three hours from now. That's the latest business news for your Monday morning on News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time 650. It's time now to get our tech report from Kim Commando. We know that video games and social media cause our brains to produce dopamine, a neurotransmitter associated with pleasure. I'm Kim Commando with What Happens If We Reach a Point Where We Just Can't Get Enough, brought to you by Simply Save. Save 20% on a security system and get your first month of interactive monitoring free at simplysafekim.com. Dr. Anna Lemke is a psychiatrist and professor at Stanford University. She writes in the Wall Street Journal of patients suffering from severe anxiety and depression. In many, the doctor has found a common link, heavy video game playing. Her hypothesis is that each time our brains get a dose of dopamine, it needs just a little more to maintain the pleasurable feelings. And we can get that effect from not only video games, but also from various apps and picking up our smartphones. So sure, the kids are probably spending too much time playing video games, but we adults are also on our phones way too much. Knowing this has made me put my phone down more. Maybe it'll help you too. Get more tech news 24-7 at commando.com. Sometimes it feels like the course keeps changing right before your eyes. Dell Technologies Advisors have the tech solutions you need to help your business stay ahead of the game. Advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL and do more with modern devices in Windows 10 Pro. If you haven't tried Super Beats Hard Chews, you're missing out. The grapeseed extract used in Super Beats Chews has been clinically shown to be two times as effective at supporting normal blood pressure as a healthy lifestyle alone. Just two a day is all you need. Do what I did and support your heart health with delicious Super Beats Chews. Get your Super Beats Chews today at kimsbeats.com. And when you buy two bags, They'll throw in the third bag for free. That's kimsbeats.com, kimsbeats.com. Sometimes it feels like the course keeps changing right before your eyes. Dell Technologies Advisors have the tech solutions you need to help your business stay ahead of the game. Call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL and do more with modern devices in Windows 10 Pro. And Tech Talk with Kim Commando every weekday morning at 6.50 here on... News Radio 1290, WNBF.com. Right now it's 6.53. That means ABC News will have the very latest updates coming up with uh, what's going on in Afghanistan, what's going on with COVID-19 trends 
around the United States. And, of course, all this week, the Cuomo watch never stops here at WNBF. What will Governor Cuomo do in his final full week as governor? Stay tuned to WNBF. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBS. 655 WNBS. Traffic and weather together four times an hour every 15 minutes. And there are no problems to report on our local roadways. According to the uh, Broome County Highway Department, patching work will be going on today on Caldwell Hill Road, so be prepared for that. Also, single-lane operations in effect on the Vestal Parkway for eastbound traffic just past the Binghamton University campus. So they're setting up for single-lane operations. The uh, right lane shut down. So you'll be using only the left lane just past Murray Hill Road. Be prepared for that. Also, watch out. Uh, there is a drop-off on the, uh, the shoulder, the right shoulder on 434 past Vestal Avenue as you head into downtown Binghamton. As the big Greenway project continues, use caution. Be careful out there. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. Partly sunny today, nice, high 80, mostly cloudy tonight with a chance of showers developing overnight, low 65. We could receive a quarter of inch of rain overnight. Tomorrow, not as nice as today. Showers and thunderstorms, high 77. In the extended outlook, mostly cloudy Wednesday with showers and possibly a thunderstorm high 78. Mostly cloudy Thursday with a chance of showers and a thunderstorm in the afternoon high 80. And mostly sunny Friday with a chance of showers, maybe thunderstorms in the afternoon. The high 81 right now in downtown Binghamton, it's 55 at News Radio 1290. WNBF, where news breaks first. Coming up next hour, we will have uh, all the latest information. Of course, more traffic and weather together updates. Sports report at 7.15. More money news at 7.18. And we'll also have another uh, tech update. Get an ABC tech update coming up at um, 7.50. Tech trends with Sherry Preston from ABC. So a lot going on right here on News Radio 1290 WNBF for your Monday morning. Now in the second half of August. It's August 16th, 2021. WNBF News Time 6. Coming up on this Monday morning, in just over an hour, it's Binghamton Now. A live local talk program will be taking calls from people just like you. If you have thoughts about anything going on around here or around the world, you'll be able to call in. We also plan to speak with Jim Weed from Tioga Downs. We'll get an update on things going on in the town of Nichols. All that and more on today's Binghamton Now. I'm Bob Joseph. It's 7 o'clock at News Radio 1290. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White.
Good morning. It's 54 degrees at 7.04. Fair skies, but that's not going to be sticking around. We have another system of rain headed our way. Partly sunny today and a high near 80. City of Binghamton police are investigating an incident in which gunshots were fired near an apartment complex on the north side early this morning. Few details are available, but police say they were called to Roberts and Pern Streets at around quarter after one this morning. We have a report of guns, f- gunshot being heard. The incident location is near the town and country apartments. Around two hours later, police on the scene reported recovering four shell casings at the intersection. City police officials say they had no word of any injuries. As of four this morning, police officers were still combing the area. There were no suspects in custody and no descriptions being made available. A Delaware County man is accused of forcibly touching the intimate parts of a child. Sheriff Craig Dumont says 21-year-old Sean Zimmerman of Gloversville was arrested August 2nd and charged with endangering the welfare of a child and forcible touching. The sheriff says it's alleged over the past two years that Zimmerman inappropriately touched the private parts of a juvenile girl while at a home in the village of Stamford. Zimmerman was accused of, was issued a temporary order of protection prohibiting him from having contact with the child before he was released under the New York State bail reform laws. New York's top Democrat in the Assembly says his chamber will suspend its impeachment investigation into Governor Andrew Cuomo once he steps down next week. Cuomo announced his upcoming resignation on Tuesday, days after he faced increasing pressure to resign or face ouster by the Democratic-controlled legislature. The state attorney general a week earlier released an independent investigation that found Cuomo sexually harassed at least 11 women. Cuomo is scheduled to step down August 24th. Speaker Carl Hastie said Friday that the the Assembly Judiciary Committee had heard from its lawyers that it cannot impeach and remove an elected official no longer in office. The decision is especially not sitting well with Republicans, many of whom say they want the three-term governor impeached so he cannot seek political office in New York in the future. WMBF First News Time 706. Schools around the region are starting to notify parents of their COVID-19 pandemic-related plans for the upcoming school year. As New York State Board of Education last week said protocols would be mainly up to the individual districts. The Binghamton City School District on its website says for now, masks are required in all indoor spaces. Johnson City says it will follow the Department of Education recommendations, which deferred to Centers for Disease Control and Prevention guidance, calling for masks to be worn in indoor spaces. Union Endicott says it plans in-person learning with masks indoors, while remote learning will remain an option. And Maine Endwell has posted a lengthy outline on its website, including masking requirements and remote learning options, particularly for those who are medically vulnerable. Shenango Forks says masks will be required in inside spaces and additional re-entry plans are in the works. WMBF First News Time, 708. New York State Police are looking for a suspect who apparently tried to light a gate on fire in Delaware County earlier this month. Authorities say a man who spoke Spanish is caught on surveillance film apparently trying to set fire to a gate on Main Street in Fleischman's on August 4th between 10 and 11 p.m. The gate was not damaged. The man appears to be in his mid-20s and was wearing gray shorts, black sneakers, and a camouflage hooded sweatshirt. The suspect was last seen running east on Main Street. Anyone with information is asked to call New York State Police at 607-561-7400.
Authorities continue to investigate a bus crash that left 57 people injured as first responders described a chaotic scene as they rushed to pull people from the wreck in western New York. The tour bus bound for Niagara Falls from Poughkeepsie ran off the New York State Thruway west of Syracuse and rolled over, sending more than 50 people to hospitals. Area first responders rushed to the scene and reported many of the injured appeared to be families with small children. They were aided by Good Samaritans who stopped to help. New York State Police say the driver of the JTR Transportation Tour Bus based out of Poughkeepsie has been identified as 66-year-old Furman Vasquez of Wingdale, New York. He was one of approximately 26 people transported to Upstate Hospital in Syracuse for treatment. According to troopers, the state police report about 26 other passengers transported to Auburn Community Hospital and several others taken to Krauss Memorial. The investigation is continuing. It's 7.09, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. At 7.10, no crashes and no backups to report. If you see something, say something. You can always call our traffic tip line at 607-772-1290 forecast from the National Weather Service. Partly sunny today, high 80. Mostly cloudy tonight with showers developing overnight, low 65. Tomorrow cloudy, showers and some thunderstorms, high 77. Mostly cloudy Wednesday with showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm, high 78. Right now it's 55 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time 711. And this is First News Binghamton on Monday, August 16th, 2021. I'm Bob Joseph in Studio One. Bringing you all the information along with Kathy White, who is working in the WNBF News Center this morning. Next scheduled news update from Kathy coming up at 7.30. And, of course, bulletins at once. If anything develops of substance around the Twin Tiers, we'll let you know right away. Real news in real time. Here at AM 1290 also on the WNBF app which allows you to stay connected with your hometown. So if you want to know what's going on in the Parlor City or Johnson City or Endicott or Vestal or Owego or Appalachian or Windsor, just be sure to have the WNBF app. More and more people are installing that app on their phone, and they take a smartphone and make it extremely intelligent. So stay tuned to WNBF, whether it's on radio, if you're right around the Twin Tiers, or... With the WNBF app, whether you go to New Hampshire, Massachusetts, North Carolina, Florida, Tennessee, Oklahoma, you can hear what we're talking about with the WNBF app. WNBF News Time 712 Sport. Now. 
Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Took extra innings, but Binghamton prevailed in the long run. Jake Mangum's sacrifice fly in the bottom of the 10th drove home the game winning run as the Ponies knocked out the Goats from Hartford, winning their third straight series. Rumble Ponies finished their season long 13 game homestand, 9 and 4. They've won 13 of their last. 19 games. Today being Monday is a day off for the Rumble Ponies and all the other teams in the league and then it's back to action tomorrow night as Binghamton plays a six-game series against the Sea Dogs in Portland. Elsewhere in the world of sports, well, the uh, Story for the Mets was embarrassing. We'll just say embarrassing. Max Muncy slammed a pair of two-run homers to help the second-place Dodgers easily defeat the Mets in Queens in the nationally televised game. Max Scherzer took the mound with a 3 nothing lead thanks to a two-run homer by former Mets utility man Justin Turner and a solo shot by Will Smith, who homered in all three games of the sweep. Scherzer allowed two runs on four hits with seven strikeouts over six frames again that final last night the Mets losing to the Dodgers 14 to 4 at home Yankees were in Chicago the windy city and the uh, final was uh, Yankees 5 White Sox 3 Yankees will be back home in the Bronx tonight hosting the Angels for a 705 first pitch in other sports news on this Monday morning. Mac Wilson's shoulder injury could push Cleveland Browns rookie linebacker Jeremiah Owusu Kamara into the starting lineup sooner than expected. The team was awaiting MRI results on Wilson, a projected starter on Cleveland's revamped defense, who injured his shoulder in Saturday's 20-13 exhibition win at Jacksonville. Roger Federer also having uh, some injury problems. He's going to miss the U.S. Open because of a third operation on his right knee. The 40-year-old Federer says he'll be out several months, and he also acknowledges that his playing career might be over. He says he intends to rehab the knee to give himself a glimmer of hope of making another comeback. Federer hasn't played a match since losing in the Wimbledon quarterfinals last month. That's the latest in sports from News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time 718. Let's check in with Jim Ryan for some money news on this Monday morning. From ABC News, Wall Street now. Investors finished out last week with new highs for the Dow and the S&P 500, but losses for the banking and energy sectors reflect traders' worry about future economic growth as the Delta variant continues to spread. Stocks stumbled overnight across Asia with traders worried about surging COVID cases and the collapse of Afghanistan's government. Markets were down in Japan, Australia, Hong Kong, and China. Bitcoin briefly topped $48,000 over the weekend before settling back down to 47442 this morning. Saturday's peak was the cryptocurrency's top-selling price since May 17th, according to Coindesk data. 
hold off on buying that new iPhone, at least for now. Analysts tell the Wall Street Journal the next model to be introduced next month will include incremental changes, including camera improvements. Apple is expected to call the device the iPhone 13. That is, unless superstition within the company wins out. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Well, don't call it the iPhone 13. Call it the iPhone 12.9. And then when people think of their iPhone 12.9, maybe they'll think of WNBF at 12.9 on their dial. Or is it really 1290? Anyway, the uh, futures, checking the futures, doesn't uh, look too promising as we start a new business week. Dow futures are down 96. NASDAQ futures are down 39. We'll have business news throughout the day. Of course, business bulletins at once because WNBF is where news breaks first. And a good Monday morning to you. It's 55 in downtown Binghamton. A pleasant start to your work week. We're looking for a rather pleasant day today with partly sunny skies and a high around 80. Enjoy today because as I look ahead to the forecast all the way through Sunday, we expect showers, maybe thunderstorms each of those days. They won't all be washouts, but they certainly aren't likely to be as nice as today. So embrace today and then prepare yourself for some showers and thunderstorms for the next week or so. It is your Monday morning. This is First News Binghamton. Bob Joseph in Studio One. Kathy White is in the WNBF News Center covering all the news of the Twin Tiers. And around. Seven twenty-three WNBF. Well, well, leave it sixty minutes to scare us, or maybe it's something you're looking forward to. Their big story about automated trucking—that's what we want, right, America? <laughs> we want trucks that are driving themselves, and the testing continues. Sixty Minutes reporting that companies now are testing driverless trucks on America's roads. I don't believe any trucks without drivers are on any New York State roadways, or for that matter, Pennsylvania roadways, but you never know. Keep your eyes open. One of these days, you're going to probably encounter a, a big rig and say, wait, the truck has no driver, and you'll be right. Brave new world coming soon, apparently to a highway near you. WNBF News Time 724. We'll check the highways and the byways of the Twin Tiers with traffic and weather together in six... Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And no traffic trouble to report around Broome, Tioga, or our surrounding counties. We'll continue to monitor the road situation. And if crashes occur and backups ensue, we'll let you know in our next Traffic and Weather Together update. And if it's urgent, we'll tell you at once right here on First News Binghamton. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. Partly sunny today, high 80. Mostly cloudy tonight. Showers likely overnight, low 65. Tomorrow cloudy, showers and thunderstorms mainly in the afternoon, high 77. The outlook for Wednesday, mostly cloudy. 
Showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm. Wednesday's high 78. Right now in downtown Binghamton, it's 55 at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time 726. Let's see what's going on in the world of politics. Here are your political insights from ABC News. New pledges of support for Haiti following the weekend earthquake that's killed over 1,200 people. It's coming from Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer. Our government has to do everything and go all out with financing, with personnel, with everything it can do to help the Haitian people out of this morass. The senator in New York City on Sunday. I will be staying on the White House and the right federal agencies to go all out and give Haiti and the Haitian people the help they need. The senator decrying the emergence of counterfeit COVID vaccine cards. Some people, rather than get the vaccine, which is free, are paying money for a fake card And risking prosecution because it's against the law. Who could be that dumb? He wants Customs and Border Protection to do a better job stopping shipments of bogus cards. And those are your political insights. Richard Cantu, ABC News. I would think people in the United States would be making their own bogus cards. But I could be wrong. 728 WNBF. It's First News. This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 54 degrees at 730. The forecast today, partly sunny and a high near 80. Thousands are packing into the Afghan capital's airport, rushing the tarmac and pushing onto planes in desperate attempts to flee the country after the Taliban overthrew the Western-backed government. U.S. troops have fired warning shots as they struggled to maintain the chaotic evacuation. The Taliban swept into Kabul uh, yesterday after President Ashraf Ghani fled the country. That brought a stunning end to a two-decade campaign in which U.S. and its allies had tried to transform Afghanistan. The country's Western-trained security forces collapsed or fled in the face of an insurgent offensive. America's top general says the United States could now face a rise in terrorist threats from a Taliban-run Afghanistan. That warning comes as intelligence agencies charged with anticipating those threats face new questions after the U.S.-backed Afghan military collapsed with shocking speed. At the largest hospitals in one of the largest states, COVID-19 is creating a new crisis in staffing and space. At the Lyndon B. Johnson Hospital in Houston, the appeal couldn't be clearer. Please send help now. The hospital's Dr. George Williams says a tent that has been set up outside for COVID patients is empty because of a lack of staff. We have our nursing team and our physician teams getting stretched thinner and thinner to take care of all the COVID patients that are throughout the hospital and our ICUs right now. The governor has requested 2,500 contracted nurses from out of state to come help in Texas. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. WMBF First News Time 732. Binghamton police have no suspects, but do have some shell casings as they investigate a shooting incident on the north side. Officers were called to the area of the town and country apartments at Roberts and Pern Street shortly after 1.15 this morning. Few details were available, including information about possible suspects, but police said they had no word of any injuries. Anyone with information is asked to contact Binghamton Police Detectives at 607-772-7080. 
There's another incident of a man reportedly threatening authorities with a gun and locking himself inside his home, but this time the incident has ended peacefully. New York State Police say a Tioga County man is facing a number of felony counts after being accused of threatening a trooper with a shotgun. 35-year-old Dustin White of Candor allegedly pointed the gun at authorities after the trooper saw a man with a shotgun over his shoulder walking down the road at Straits Corners in Candor just before 8 p.m. on Thursday. Authorities say White pointed the gun at the officer when he was approached, then ran into his home and barricaded himself inside. He was arrested around 6 a.m. on Friday by members of the New York State Police Special Operations Response Team. White is charged with felony menacing a police officer and criminal possession of a weapon as well as misdemeanor resisting arrest. The investigation is continuing. Earlier this month, a Delaware County man was shot dead by troopers following a 10-hour standoff in Franklin. In that incident that spanned from August 5th through the 6th, 59-year-old Roger Lynch of Franklin allegedly wounded another man during a domestic incident before being confronted by state police on Route 28, shooting at officers and barricading himself in his home overnight. He was fatally shot after emerging from his home in the morning of August 6th and pointing a shotgun at authorities. A woman who has accused New York Governor Andrew Cuomo of inappropriate behavior is adding her voice to those criticizing state lawmakers for not pushing forward with impeachment. In a tweet yesterday, Charlotte Bennett says Assembly Speaker Carl Hastie's decision to end the probe sends a message that sexual harassment is acceptable. Cuomo has said he never made advances toward the woman and never intended to be inappropriate. Country singer Tanya Tucker has canceled her upcoming performance at Tioga Downs Casino in the town of Nichols that was scheduled for Friday. According to a news release, the singer made the decision to cancel the show, as well as an appearance at Vernon Downs as she continues to recover from an ongoing medical treatment. Anyone who purchased tickets for the Tioga Downs performance through Ticketmaster will automatically see a refund. Those who bought tickets through the Tioga Downs gift shop box office should return to the gift shop with both their ticket and sales receipts starting at 10 o'clock this morning to obtain a full refund. Proceeds from the ticket sales from the Tanya Tucker concert were to have been donated to the Southern Tier Veterans Support Group, along with a match per ticket from Tioga Downs Casino owner Jeff Garral. Garral says although the concert has been canceled, not only will the $40,000 from the 2,000 tickets sold still be donated to the Southern Tier Veterans Support Group, but he also still will match that amount for a total of $80,000 for the organization. It's 735, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF.com. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 738, WMBF, WMBF.com. Hope you had a chance to see the Rumble Ponies in action. It was uh, very successful homestand 13 games in the series they wrapped it up yesterday afternoon i'm told that was the final afternoon game of the 2020 season 2021 season how soon we forget anyway they'll be playing into september rumble ponies start their um, road series in portland tomorrow night we'll have details on that coming up in our sports report at 7 4 Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. At 740, we're pleased to report no issues on local roadways. 
There will be some paving operations today on Smithville and Lewis Roads, according to the Broome County Highway Department. So be prepared for possible slowdowns or detours because of those projects. If you encounter road work, well, by all means, slow down and pay attention. Oh, one one thing that seems new today... Single lane operations now in effect on 434 eastbound just past Murray Hill Road, just past the Binghamton University campus. The right lane is shut down. There is two lane operation going on on 434 inbound past Vestal Avenue, but you still have to be careful because there's no shoulder available because of the construction project. Forecast from the National Weather Service partly sunny today, high 80. Mostly cloudy tonight, showers low, 65, and then tomorrow, showers, possibly a few thunderstorms, high 77. Right now it's 53 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time 741. The bottom line is that uh, nobody's happy. I think that's fairly accurate these days nobody really is happy including daryl hall of the hall and oates musical operation according to the times union in albany when hall and oates played saratoga last night daryl hall offered a review of his own he paused in the music to give a withering review of the band's hotel in downtown albany he was unimpressed with the accommodations at the Albany Hilton. He told the crowd the windows were so filthy he couldn't look out. He said there were other poor conditions. Again, it's the opinion of Daryl Hall. It's not the opinion of me or this station. He told the crowd, I'm giving you the worst review of a hotel ever. Mr. Hall said the band stayed at the Albany Hotel because no rooms were available closer to the Saratoga Springs Amphitheater. They've been all booked because... You all were like here. Daryl Hall told the crowd, I had to vent on this. It was bad news. And, of course, it immediately went to social media. A reporter for the Albany Times Union called the place, the hotel. A woman who answered there said no one could offer an immediate comment, but did take a message from management. It's not the first time that this particular hotel has faced criticism from an entertainer. Back in 2017, Cardi B assailed the place as racist. When the staff called the cops to complain about a noise issue against a member of her team hotel staff said they smelled marijuana though a police spokesman later said there was no evidence that the marijuana odor was coming from the entertainers group so anyway i guess the public relations team at the albany hilton will have an assignment starting later this morning wnbf news time seven now Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 745, Jake Mangum's sacrifice fly in the bottom of the 10th inning drove home the game winning run as the Rumble Ponies knocked off the Yard Goats yesterday afternoon at the stadium and they won 4 3 and they won their third straight series. Ponies finished their 13 game homestand 9 and 4. They've won 13 of their last 19 games, so they've earned a day off. 
Wait a second. They're off every Monday during the season, whether they've earned it or not. And they have to play six more games. And the next series for the Ponies will be in vacation land, Portland, Maine, tomorrow night as the Rumble Ponies are hosted by the Sea Dogs. Elsewhere in the wide world of sports, Mets lost last night decisively and on national TV to the Dodgers, 14-4. to So that's the story from Queens. Tonight, the Mets will be out in California as they start their West Coast swing. And uh, that game is scheduled to start 9.45 Eastern time as the Mets are hosted by San Francisco. In Chicago, a big win Sunday afternoon for the Yankees against the White Sox, 5-3. Luke Voigt hit a two-run homer in the ninth for New York, which went 5-1 and one in the season series against Chicago. So congratulations to uh, the Yankees. New York lost the series opener Thursday night on Tim Anderson's two-run homer in the ninth in the Field of Dreams game in Iowa. Following a day off, the Yankees responded with two straight wins. Joe Walton, the former Jets coach who built Robert Morris University's football program from the ground up, has died at 85. Robert Morris announced in an obituary posted on its website that Walton died Sunday. Walton coached the Jets for seven years and went 53-57-1 while leading New York to the playoffs twice. Twice, a former NFL tight end for Washington and the Giants, Walton caught 178 passes for more than 2,600 yards and 28 touchdowns in seven seasons. The longtime NFL assistant was hired by Robert Morris in 1993. And that's the latest from the world of sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time, 748. And let's take a look at some business news on our Monday morning. Stocks generally are not looking very good as the new week gets underway. Fortunately, a lot of concerns about COVID and other issues around the world. Global shares slipping. Monday amid uh, worries about the surging coronavirus infections, especially in Asia, and also the long-term impact from the Afghan government's collapse. U.S. officials are expected to declare the first-ever water shortage from a river that serves 40 million people in the West. The anticipated forecast today will mean some Arizona farmers will receive less water from the Colorado River next year, forcing them to make adjustments. A prolonged drought made worse by climate change has led to record low water levels at Lake Mead, one of the river's reservoirs. The Biden administration has approved a significant and permanent increase in the levels of food stamp assistance available to needy families, the largest single increase in the program's history starting in October Average benefits for food stamps, also known as the SNAP program, will rise more than 25% above pre-pandemic levels. The increased assistance will be available to all 42 million SNAP beneficiaries in the United States. 
Checking the futures with uh, stocks scheduled to start trading on Wall Street in exactly 100 minutes. Dow futures are down 96, and NASDAQ futures are down 39. And that's the latest in money news. We bring you the business report two times an hour at 18 minutes and 48 minutes past the hour right here on First News Binghamton. WNBF News Time 750. And coming up in five minutes, check out traffic and weather together. And um, so far, so good on area roadways. We'll see how things go. Keep you posted. Right now, though, tech trends. Let's check in with Sherry Preston. From ABC News Tech Trends, if you or your kids are looking to upgrade your tech ahead of the new school year, Apple has some new laptops to check out after this. They've updated uh, pretty much their entire lineup uh, this year, end of last year and the beginning of this year. Valentina Palladino is the commerce editor at Engadget. She says the new MacBook Air is a good laptop for Apple fans headed back to school. At least in our testing, we found it to be incredibly fast, um, a huge upgrade over to the previous MacBook Airs. Um, and it could just handle a lot more than you'd expect in a very thin and light laptop. It also runs on the company's latest M1 processor. So it could definitely be a daily driver for uh, college students, in, for sure. Um, and also, because it's an ARM-based uh, processor, it can also run iPhone and iPad apps, which is a pretty cool uh, perk. At just under $1,000, the Air is Apple's least expensive computer, which means... With Apple, there are not a lot of budget options. With Tech Trends. I'm Sherry Preston, ABC News. <laughs> That's an understatement. With Apple, there aren't too many budget options. On the other hand, the company's doing quite well <laughs> with its existing price points. And, of course, we'll have more tech news tomorrow, tech trends at 7.50. And if you're up early, you can hear Kim Commando with her daily tech report at 6.50 right here on News Radio 1290, WNBF, WNBF.com. The violence, oh, the violence just won't stop. No, I'm not talking about in Kabul, Afghanistan. I'm talking about in New York City. More gun violence. The cops say at least 16 people were shot in a period of about 90 minutes in Brooklyn and Queens overnight, including eight people outside of Bedford Stuyvesant's apartment complex. At least eight people got shot here among the crowds gathered outside during a party. It happened just before 1230 in the morning. One man shot in the head, taken to Kings County Hospital. He was in critical condition, but we're now told he's been stabilized. Another woman grazed in the face by a bullet. A man shot in the shoulder. A fourth woman shot in the leg. Other shooting victims actually showed up at the hospital themselves. Violence with Derek Waller from ABC reporting from Queens and, of course, more gunfire over the weekend in Binghamton, too. Apparently, though, nobody has been reported seriously hurt. 7.53. It's Monday morning, August 16th. You're listening to News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time, 7.50. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290. WNBF. Watch out for single-lane operations on 434 Vestal Parkway. For eastbound traffic, just past Murray Hill Road, past the Binghamton University campus. Right lane is knocked out for construction. As you continue eastbound, there uh, are two lanes that are operational. 
on 434 between Vestal Avenue inbound to downtown. But you have to watch out because the shoulder, the right shoulder, is knocked out. There is a drop-off there, so pay attention. Stay off the phone. Keep your eyes on the road. Weather forecast for today, partly sunny, high 80, mostly cloudy tonight with showers likely, low 65. Tomorrow, cloudy, showers, thunderstorms, high 77. We could receive between a quarter and a half inch of rain tomorrow. Now the extended forecast from the National Weather Service, mostly cloudy Wednesday with showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm, high 78. Cloudy Thursday with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, high 80. And toward the end of the week, mostly sunny Friday with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, high 81. And the early, early, early check on next weekend, mostly sunny on Saturday with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, high 85. And sunny on Sunday with a chance of showers, high 84. Right now in downtown Binghamton, it's 53 at News Radio 1290, WNBF and WNBF.com. As this weather outlook, according to the National Weather Service, several rounds of showers and thunderstorms tomorrow, Wednesday, and Thursday have the potential to produce heavy rainfall. Areas that experience multiple rounds of heavy rain could wind up with some urban and small stream flooding. So that's not today. That's for tomorrow through Thursday. Of course, stay tuned to News Radio 1290 for all the latest weather information. WNBF News Time 757. We'll have a preview of Binghamton now. Coming up after the 8 o'clock news, the very latest on what's going on in Albany and the very latest in what's going on in Afghanistan. And we can talk about it. That's the point of a talk show. Hope you'll call in or maybe email us. Binghamton Now starts in about 10 minutes. I'm Bob Joseph. It's Monday morning on WNBF Binghamton, 